Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I am your host, Pete Warner, joined at the table this week by my good friend, Steve Porter. Hello. Denny Sunderly. Hi there. Back on the controls, associate producer, Mr. Corey Fiascanaro. Hi, guys. And uh, this week, uh, we are going to do our review of Chefs de France at Epcot. Um, now, this was for a long time one of my favorite restaurants. I God, I can't remember how long ago it was. I, I was. I remember I was in Epcot by myself, which was unusual. This was years ago. And I just happened to go in and have lunch. And it was phenomenal. And I went back several times, was always going back. And then for some reason, I just stopped. I don't know why. <laughs> It wasn't like I didn't have a bad experience. I didn't, you know, it wasn't like, oh, the food, you know, went downhill or anything like that. I just stopped. Um, and then a few weeks ago, um, Sean had friends and family in town and we went to Chefs de France for dinner. And we were a table of eight, I think, seven or eight. Um, and two or one, everybody was like, this is phenomenal. This is and I'm like, God, I forgot how good this was. So I said, you know, we need to come back and do a formal review of it. Now, uh, we have made the decision, just so you know, I think this one will go up uh, this Friday. Uh, so um, we have made the decision to no longer do in-restaurant reviews. Um, and uh, the reason for that mainly is that when we, especially when we're, it's not, it's not a problem when we do counter service. So we'll probably do counter service like that, uh, in the parks. But, um, when we're doing, um, when we're doing the table service reviews, we just draw too much unnecessary attention to ourselves with, you know, we're obviously vlogging and very quickly they realize that. So, um, it just seems foolish to do that. The problem is, that, you know, sometimes there's a week or two between the time we have the meal and the time we can sit in the studio and do do the review. So uh, we're having to make sure we take copiously good notes on these so that we don't we don't forget. And of course, as soon as I look at my notes, I remember everything because I have a memory of about now about 12 and a half minutes right now. So. All right. So. We went for lunch. Um, it was the four of us, but we were also joined by my brother, Charlie, and my nephew, Carl, who were in town. Um, my brother, Charlie, was not about to do anything on camera, um, nor was my nephew, Carl. Um, but I only mentioned that because, uh, you know, I, I, I want to, as we go through, I want to talk about some of their responses to the meal that we had. Um and I do want to say our server, Aurelian, mm -hmm. yeah. I probably not pronouncing Aurelian. that, or, Aurelian, <laughs> um, was amazing. Was this great. guy was so, yeah. so, so good. Um, and if he hadn't been, I would not mention his name because mm -hmm. I don't like yeah. trying to get people in trouble. <laughs> um, now, I should also mention that I did this review just maybe two weeks after getting back from Paris. 
and I, I, I just want to say they absolutely nailed mm-hmm. the vibe. They yeah. absolutely nailed the vibe. And if I didn't know I was in Epcot, I could have easily been convinced I was in Paris. Wow. Yeah. Um, and like, and if you like, if you compl- if, if you complain about the tables being close together, I, I don't think this is the reason. But that's a very Paris experience. Right. You go into a restaurant <laughs> right. in Paris, and everybody's on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, one of the things they do that uh, they do the, the baguettes came to the table fresh out of the oven. I mean, to the point where we had to leave them. Mm-hmm. I had to like not touch my baguette for about five minutes because it was so hot. But fresh, mm-hmm. delicious. Um, and, uh, this was, uh, you know, uh, famously I do not eat seafood. Everybody kind of knows that if you've watched any number of dining shows, I am not a seafood guy, but one of my favorite things to eat in the world is the lobster bisque at Chefs de France. Um, you were convinced that it wasn't a, a seafood stock. stock that, right. that, that it was. <laughs> right. It must have been like because I'm, I'm tasting it. Like, and the last time I reviewed it, I don't think I was as uh, I paid as much attention to things like that as I do now. Yeah, you're just enjoying mm-hmm. it. Um, but as I'm tasting it, I'm like, I, is there? Is this like a, a done with a beef stock or something? And sure enough, um, they made it very clear that because I asked, yes, said no, it was a fish stock that was done. So I'm not saying there was no taste of fish, but it, very mild. It was a mild taste that combined with the other flavors in there. There's there's a tomato, there's cream, obviously mm-hmm. when you're doing a bisque. Mm-hmm. Um, actually. It worked so well. It was. It was. It's, it's a perfect like for like the fall. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect soup. It's a comfort food. It's a very much comfort food. Mm-hmm. Um, Eight ninety nine mm-hmm. for this, and it was a decent sized portion of lobster bisque. And I thought that was not only a good deal, but absolutely delicious. So if you're somebody who doesn't eat seafood and you're open to trying something new, I would highly recommend this. I have tried lobster bisque other places. And not liked it. Mm. <laughs> this is the only place consistently I've I've enjoyed the lobster bisque. Denny, what did you get for your appetizer? So I had uh, the the plateau de fromage de France. So it's the cheese board. And it's fourteen ninety nine, and I love beyond love all things cheese board. So um, in the restaurants throughout property, I have tried the cheese boards. Yachtsman Steakhouse has the best one currently, but I looked last week and it looks like it might have been removed from the menu. So I'm a little aghast at that. Wow. But um, the Chefs de France cheese board was lovely. So included on that uh, cheese board were camembert and gruyere. And gruyere is a personal favorite of mine. Um, uh, Goat, so fromage de chevre, um, a blue cheese and a Saint Paulin and or Saint Paulin, which is a very creamy, buttery 
uh, cheese. The cheeses just really um, juxtaposed really nicely against each other. Um, just the blue cheese had a really deep veining to it. It was lovely and tart. Love um, a good blue cheese. Oh, goodness. So good. Especially with so, honey. Yeah. Oh, and see, that's what puts the Yatsman Steakhouse cheese board above the others is they do include honeycomb. There was no honeycomb on the Chefs de France one, but that was okay. Um, they had a lovely raisin walnut bread. It featured regular raisins and golden raisins. And uh, they also had some red grapes and some walnuts as well. So um, everything paired really nicely. The goat cheese was not. Um, to um, sometimes it can be a little um, in your face, and this really wasn't. It was a yeah. lovely pair. The goat cheese is not yeah. something I normally no. would, uh, and I didn't try any of yours, but yeah. um, normally goat cheese is something I mm-hmm. would back away yes. from. Yes, the camembert was my personal favorite of what was on the board, but it was also a lovely presentation, too. It was really yeah. artfully um, put together, so I liked it a lot. Uh, Steve. Uh, I got the prefix menu, so it was thirty nine ninety nine for the whole thing. Uh, so I don't have individual price breakdowns like everyone else, but um, I'll just say that. Well, right everything off the top. that's on the prefix is also on the regular menu, so um, I don't. Know, I didn't take. I'm note looking of, at it, okay. so I can tell you as you. Okay, okay, so I had the French onion soup. Um, it was first off a very big portion. Uh, I didn't finish everything because it was such a big portion. Also, uh, that's also eight ninety nine. Okay. Um, and I wanted to save some room because it was massive. Um, but I had a thick layer of melted gear cheese or gear cheese. Grayer. I can't pronounce things. That's all right. Um, it was melty, delicious, had a really strong flavor of, of that type of cheese. Um, <laughs> and hot, it was delicious, savory, um, pretty standard for a uh, uh, French onion soup, but de- really, really good. Quality. I, uh, I had tried that when I'd gone, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago. It's among the best French onion soups I've ever tasted. Yeah, it was I really mean, good. it was, it was superb, um, and I think my brother got that as well, mm-hmm. and he was like, "This is really good French onion soup." Yeah, I would have had the whole thing if it weren't for the fact that I knew other food was coming, sure. and that was the only reason why I didn't. No, that eat was everything. massive. Yeah, you wouldn't have eaten. In, in fact, it would be one of those things where if you just are looking for like a lighter meal in the, not that there's tons of cool months in Orlando, but you know January, February, early March, and you wanted to pop in there for like a quick bite, that'd be like a really good like. Yeah. Well, and especially you know just, I I don't know for me once it gets to the fall, regardless of the temperature. I still want you force yourself. To I, well, I want that stuff. You I want, want chili. Yeah. You want a soup. Right. You exactly. It's just you know stew. a mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, in spite of the fact that I think it was ninety degrees out that particular <laughs> yes. day. Um, Fortunately, they blast the AC in most of the restaurants, so you're good. But it's fall all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Inside. So yeah, it was good. And fiasco. What about you? So I got. Let's see here. <laughs> okay. Dearest to me. Okay, just tell us what you got. Okay, don't, so because you, you you butcher English, I I don't want to hear what you're going to do to French. That is French for a salad with bacon and croutons, uh, and that's what I got. It's it seemed like pretty much the most uh, basic thing you could really order on the appetizer menu. Also, 
uh, for me personally, a lot of, and it's, I mean, it's France, it's, it's French dishes, but a lot of the things that you could get, you would pick on the appetizer menu did contain cheese or it were heavily themed. And you are not a cheese guy. And I'm not a cheese guy. So I picked the salad and it was really good. Uh, $8.99. $8.99. Yep. $8.99. And the bacon was really crispy. Uh, the vegetables were so fresh to the point, like it, like they, I feel like they just picked it in a garden outback. Like it was so fresh. They must've come from the land or something. They were so, so good. Um, and the only thing that I would like to mention, cause this is something that I feel like really anybody could, could get behind, um, except the vinaigrette was very strong. It was very vinegary. Uh, it had a nice vinegar punch to it. Uh, didn't bother me. I dig it. I like that kind of stuff, but just keep that in mind going into it. If you did order this, yeah, salad, that would bother me. That it had a big punch, a big punch. Yeah. That uh, a strong vinegar would, would definitely bother me but i think all around you know we thought okay appetizers mm-hmm. a number one a plus, mm-hmm. yeah um so uh for main course um i decided on the pork shank um and let me just get the description of how it is prepared uh a braised berkshire pork shank uh spetzel egg noodles broccoli uh 29.99 so it's a 30 dollar dish um, the portion was excellent. I mean, this was a nice size pork shank. Um, and it was perfectly cooked. It just lacked seasoning. Um, I always, before, you know, I, and I'm a salt guy. I'm bad with salt. Um, but for whatever reason, my blood pressure is perfect and my sodium levels are always perfect whenever I get my blood done. So the doctor, my, my doctor says the only excuse then is that you have a sodium deficiency. So you're just kind of keeping your sodium level okay. normal. I'll take it. Yeah. So I love salt. Yeah. But I always try. I eat before. Uh, my ex used to criticize me for that all the time. Taste your food before you add the yes. salt to it. Yes. Um, so I, I started doing that. And so whenever we, especially when we do the reviews, um, I want to know how well it was seasoned. And it wasn't that it wasn't seasoned. It just, it lacked a certain, it was kind of bland. It was just kind of bland. And I felt like, you know, um, the quality of the of the pork was good, not great for $30. Um, so if I need to add seasoning to it, um, it was a good dish. I'm not going to say it was a great dish. This is not one I'm going to run back to get again. But um, by no means was it atrocious. It wasn't like, oh, my God, what were they thinking? Um, Some people prefer, like my mother, um, definitely prefers uh, under seasoned. Mm -hmm. So she would have loved it. So it really just comes down to uh, your preferences your yeah. preferences for Personal me taste. i want a little bit more mm-hmm. of that seasoning in there mm-hmm. but like i said it was perfectly cooked it was delicious i ate it it wasn't like i sent it back or didn't eat it um but for 30 dollars, i just felt that it probably should have should have been seasoned a little bit um i i made a note here that it was a uh, very tender uh, I said the pasta bed has the gravy from the pork because there was a gravy on the pork, and it just again was not helping <laughs> with the flavor. <laughs> I said pasta bed has the gravy from the pork and suffers the same fate. So uh, it really just was kind of lackluster in terms of that seasoning. 
Um, so that was mine. Okay. Uh, Denny, what'd you so get? So I had the vegetable lasagna. And so um, I know that we, when we're out doing our reviews, we're trying to, to, to try some of the plant-based options and also some of the vegetarian. So, so that, uh, you know, viewers who are vegan or vegetarian know what options are out there. And, and so Chefs de France has two vegetarian items. There's a gratin, which is your macaroni. It's your really thick macaroni and cheese. And then there's the veggie lasagna. And so I went ahead and had that. Um, obviously not vegan, but it is vegetarian. And it was uh, very lovingly prepared. It had on the inside more of a stew consistency. Um, it has bell peppers and tomatoes and onions and eggplant and all in a tomato sauce. And then with Gruyere melted over top mm. and just slices of tomato artfully um, placed on the outside. It was, again, a comfort food. It was really, this is something that you could really enjoy eating in the fall. I did not miss meat at all in this dish. And you might wonder, okay, so you went to a French restaurant um, and you ordered something that sounds Italian, but um, it struck me as more of a ratatouille dish and ratatouille comes from the Provence region. Mm -hmm. And so there you go. Um, It really did tie in for me. The uh, pasta was very uh, thin it was it was just lovely. Now you did note when you tried it that you wish it had more of a kick to it. Yeah. Well, what I found with it was the red sauce. Yes. Um, I thought the red sauce was basic. Okay. Um, it wasn't bad. I've had much, much, much worse. It wasn't out of a can, um, but it just wasn't. You know, it, it's not a red sauce I would consider to be a good red sauce. Okay. It was serviceable. To the dish, yeah. Um, but I thought it was very good, though. I yes. think like, the bite that I had was was excellent. I enjoyed. And again, it. not exactly a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and this seems to be an ongoing theme that we're having with the reviews we're doing, the experiences we're having yeah. with the vegetarian and plant based options. They are hitting it out of the park with this. They really yeah. are. Yeah. They're putting a lot of effort into it, and, and it's it really shows. shining. Mm-hmm. I think so much so that a lot of a lot of guests that wouldn't normally assume that that's the type of dish they would go for should really consider it because some they're oftentimes better than the you know the headlining yep. entree option. So I mean, I you made this reference when we were doing the coral reef um, review, Steve. You said maybe after eating the dishes that you chose that day, you wouldn't want to necessarily go get on Mission Space, mm-hmm. okay? Because your stomach's not gonna feel so yeah, good. Yeah, I had like mac and dinner. cheese and so oh. many heavy dishes, and See, I was like, oh, I couldn't yeah. go on any thrill rides. Right now this was completely light this was a lovely dish i didn't feel like i had you know overeaten at all and it was only it was 1999 wow so you can roll into this beautiful french brasserie and and eat under those amber lights first and eat something very satisfying and it's 20 bucks yeah that's pretty it rated pretty high with me I Soup. had the salmon dish. I'm not going to try to pronounce how to say it in in, in, Fran- or in French, um, but it was a, a salmon dish with on a bed of cauliflower and potato puree, um, and then with a herb sauce like kind of drizzled on top. The herb sauce really gave it a great flavor. The salmon was salmon. It was nothing spectacular, nothing bad. It was kind of right down the middle, uh, kind of what you'd expect out of just average salmon but really that that herb sauce did kind of give it a boost of flavor which was nice 
Um, I will say I was disappointed r- r- pretty greatly with the cauliflower potato puree. It got so cold so fast. I mean, the first bite I had was warm, but by the time I had a bite of salmon and then went back to the puree, it was colder than the plate that it was on. So I really only had a couple bites of that puree because I'm not into eating what now, is cold food. On the, on the a la carte menu, that salmon dish is twenty nine ninety nine, so the same okay. price as my pork. Okay. I mean, then that's pretty expensive. For, for I mean, not that it was a bad dish. How was the salmon, though? The salmon was, like, like I said, it was average. It was good. It wasn't great. It was, you know, it tasted, you know, fresh, but it wasn't anything like, wow, this is what a spectacular uh, cut of fish I'm having right now. It was fine. Um, again, the really the herb sauce kind of saved everything because it gave the salmon flavor and you could kind of put aside the puree that was really not very good because I'm not into eating cold mush. That's not my deal. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was, if I, the salmon and the, the sauce, good, the puree, bad. Okay. For 20, for 20, for $30, I would not have been super thrilled though. Okay. Yeah. Fiasco. All right. So there are generally two types of entrees. I get really excited to try plant-based or one of them. And if we're not doing a plant-based day, fillets. Love trying fillets, and I've tried many of them, and that's what I got here today. Also was excited to try this fillet because the one other time I came to Chefs de France, I what I got was a steak. I'm not sure exactly what steak they were offering when I was there a year ago, but I didn't like it then. So I was excited to try this fillet. It was $35.99. It is the most expensive item on the menu. It is the most expensive item on the menu. But as far as a fillet is concerned, I think that's relatively low. It's pretty fair. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll get to that. But I, I believe it was a six-ounce fillet? Yes, it, it was It was a six-ounce fillet. Uh, and it came with potatoes au gratin and uh, green beans. Um, the green beans were a little bit buttery. Which I'm not a personal like fan of buttery Ooh, things because oh, I love yeah, buttery. and I understand vegetables. you lost me anything I, buttery. I am the minority. Mother, my vegetables in lard. Yeah, and see, I know I'm the minority there, but again, just a thing to keep in mind if you're not like a huge fan of butter. It, they were buttery uh, green beans and the potatoes. I did try a bite, but again, I'm not the the best judgment on cheesy potatoes. Uh, Pete, you tried to buy it too, and you again. I think you said you really like those, but let's get to the fillet because that's the that's the uh, star of the, the show. prize here. Um, for thirty five ninety nine, this fillet just blew my expectations away. I was coming to chef, and, and so I come. I came to Chef de France once. I wasn't a fan of it, and Haley really was because she you know got the right things that you would get at a French restaurant, like the French onion soup and all that good jazz. And she's like, "Oh, she loved it so much." So every time we're out in California, she sends me pics of, "Oh, look where I am at Chef de France." So she's excited now that I came here this time and really liked my fillet. But I really did, um, and not to get off on a tangent too much. But I do try fillets on off-property places all the time, and I just consistently find that Disney, like, I don't know, and I can, I'm can, i sure somebody could take me to an awesome steakhouse and show me, like, see, this is how a fillet is supposed to be. But I've just never had a better fillet than on Disney property, like Steakhouse 55 in Disneyland, Gico and Disney World. And then for $36, this fillet is probably the best, the best fillet I had with the three in front of it. So, I mean... 
and it was in a peppercorn sauce that was uh, it added a nice little touch of seasoning, but wasn't it was very mild. It wasn't a overpowering flavor at all. Okay, so uh, for dessert, I just got uh, the trio of sorbets: uh, passion fruit, raspberry, and strawberry sorbets with uh, a madeleine madeleine cookie or biscuit um that's kind of common with any french dessert they always have them with them and the sorbets were very good but it's sorbet so it you know i don't know haven't really experienced a lot of bad sorbets um so but these were you know very full flavored and very good um of course the best thing you can get in france dessert wise is a soft serve from that mm-hmm. that cart right across from the restaurant, but uh, this was very good. Um, and I think I all the desserts are nine seventy five. Okay, right. because yeah, I didn't yeah. take the a copy of the dessert menu, so uh, nine seventy five. Yeah, okay, it was it was good. It was good. Did they taste fresh? Were they? Was it a fresh sorbet? Was um, it- I wouldn't say it was fresh, okay. um, but it was good. I mean, it okay. was very flavorful. Okay. Um, the flavor did not come from. Flavor didn't come from like, okay, we're going to take mangoes and we're okay. going to make this sorbet, Squish if that's what up. you're asking. No. Okay. okay. No, it was pre-processed, I okay. believe. But I could be wrong on that, but okay. it was still good. Good. I had um, the meringue au fruit rouge. So um, red fruit meringue is what I had. The, it had a vanilla cream inside. It was The meringue was light and airy and crisp, everything you want a meringue to be that you expect it to be. The vanilla cream was inside. It was kind of the meringue was done in a nest shape. So it just aesthetically very, very pleasing. Uh, the vanilla cream had a nice taste to it. It had blueberries and blackberries and raspberries and strawberries on it, which they just paired up very, very nicely. Again, it was $9.75. The taste was very um, bright. It just, it was nice. Um, Again, a nice light option if you want to go out and and, uh, and just see the park afterward. Um, You're going to be, you're going to leave there feeling really good. So it was nice. Good. Steve? I had the apple tart on my phone just with my notes just closed. Uh, There we go. Um, It was apple slices basically baked into a sweet croissant uh, with a scoop of almond ice cream on the side. Um, I thought it was delicious. The flavor was amazing. I love – well, for one, I love like apple desserts like that. It reminds me of fall time anyways. But the only – slight thing that I didn't love about it was that the croissant was kind of tough, which you think of croissants being like flaky and, you know, you can kind of, mm-hmm. you know, slice them with a fork. But this was like, I kind of had to no, like... I don't think you really could it, slice a croissant with a fork. I think you'd need a knife. Well, with, well, I guess, I don't know. Because they're kind of a pulley. pulley um, yeah, I guess they're a little pulley, but I, it was like, I really had to like... <clears throat> really pull on it um and then the apple slices kind of were a mess after you did that um but once you got it all you know you shoveled it into your face it was great (laughs) um the yeah i mean and then the almond ice cream was a good compliment to that it was kind of added a creaminess to it and so overall I, i i thought that that was actually one of my favorite parts of the meal 
besides that, just the toughness of the, the, the croissant was my favorite. I, just from an outsider's point of view, as I looked over at your dessert, it was very artistically done. It was it, a lot of care. Yeah, Again, nice a lot of love had been put into this. Yeah, because yeah, every slice, thinly sliced mm-hmm. apple was just painstakingly placed where it was. Yeah, it wasn't just like apple slices yeah. thrown into some bread. It was definitely laid out. Well, I think one of the themes that I noticed with this restaurant is that there is a great deal of attention not just to the presentation but to the food itself Mm -hmm. um which i really appreciate and i like that you use the word lovingly Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's the word i would use um i would say well done but um your point is well taken uh it, it is uh, there's a lot of care that's put into it. 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 They're not the cast, slinging. They're not slinging hash. It shows yeah. that the cast member that's preparing this takes some pride. Absolutely. As does this is one of the things I liked about our server. He did too. Yes. Yeah. He did too. Took a lot of pride in it. There was that. Sen- and this is what I think is great about the international program, is that <laughs> you know bringing these folks from the countries mm-hmm. uh, that they represent really just adds that you know that they bring pride and they, they they're proud of their culture they're proud in this case of their food and they want to put the best spin on it um or, or, or the best effort into it and i think he, this restaurant is one of the ones that does that really well mm-hmm. i also want to add because uh, it was something that both fiasco and i ordered was we had uh, and this was from your wife's suggestion that's right uh, it was like a lemon soda, um, which I highly, highly recommend. It was another really great part of the meal, actually. And it was really light, not too sh- like sugary. And, you know, that I, sometimes with, sh- with uh, sodas, you get that like syrupy taste in your mouth. This was just like a lemonade with bubbles in it. And yeah. it was awesome. Yep. Okay. Fiasco, yeah. what about you? Yeah, so I got uh, I got the chocolate tart, and from the looks of it, uh, looking at Disney's menu right now, either they haven't put it on that menu yet, or it just got taken off. And let's hope it's not the latter, because this chocolate tart is... Well, let me read you the description. Chocolate tart with chocolate mousse, chocolate sauce, and vanilla ice cream. If you know me, and you know the kind of desserts that I like... The description kind of says it all. Nine seventy-five. I take a scoop of cold vanilla ice cream with a scoop of some sort of warm uh, chocolate-esque substance, and it's game <laughs> over. Might be a biased opinion because I don't think I've ever taken a bite of something like that I disliked, but you know it is still possible. And and yeah, I I love this. It was really good. So let's hope it's still on the menu. But looking at the website, it's not right now. But it was nine seventy-five. And I don't have the uh, grand total, um, but uh, they did take they take tables in Wonderland for lunch. They do not take it at dinner, so that tells me that they do really really well at dinner. They don't need it. <clears throat> um, and I find the pace at lunch. The restaurant was not full mm-hmm. by any means. Um, and what time was our? It was like one o'clock, it's right? It's one. Yeah. Um, so it was you know perfect lunch time. Restaurant was not crazy. It. I really recommend. You know, even if you want to make this your big meal for the day, yes, uh, do it. Yes. Do it there and do it in the afternoon. Um, I really wonder if the um, Epcot restaurants, like the sit-down restaurants during the festivals, during these lunch times, if that's why they're oh, so they dead. Suffer. Yeah. No, they, I'm sure they do. I'm sure the restaurants suffer in general because you've got a lot of, especially at Food and Wine, especially. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you've got people really wanting to try those. But I, I don't imagine... 
it's devastating either mm-hmm. because the restaurants are always pretty active. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Scale of 1 to 10. Fiasco, what do you give it? I'm going to give it an 8.5. Uh, if you asked me this when I went a year ago, it would have been a fairly low rating. But this experience, everything I got was really, really good. Um, and for the price per value, I mean, I'd even I'd even tilt her closer to a 9, honestly, from just my experience alone and what I got alone. Steve? Uh, I think I may have been – I liked everything. It was good. I, but I think I may have been on the lower end of this group. I'm going to give it an 8. An 8. Yeah. Denny? Um, I say a nine from Aurelien, our, sh- our server, uh, to um, just every single – the pacing of the meal. We were not rushed not at, all. at all. It was um, – it just was a lovely quality. And that that space, the physical space, has a mystique, just a little bit of a Agreed. magic to it. So it's a nine. Yeah, I've been, I, I've been back and forth between eight and a half and nine, but I think I'm going to give it a nine. Um the uh, I, I I felt like I had an experience, mm-hmm. which is you know for the price point that we're talking because we're talking about for these meals you're going to talk about forty or fifty dollars per person. Um, so the food's got to be good, the service has got to be good, the at- but the atmosphere has to be there as well. And I felt that this hit that on all three counts. That atmosphere, like I said, I was just two weeks mm-hmm. out of Paris, mm-hmm. and I felt it. I could feel it. Um, our server, Aurelien, mm-hmm. was superb. Mm-hmm. Um, and the food, while not perfect in every regard, um, was very good. Um, so, And when you couple that with a 20% discount with Tables in Wonderland, um, yeah, that's I'm in. I'm in. I will absolutely go back here. Um, and I, I'd have to have more experiences there before I could say uh, Chef de France goes on my uh, – top five list um but it's a contender it's an absolute contender so there you have it that's our review of chefs de france at epcot and that will do it for this episode of the disney dining show we hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you again next week